What is it? Tell the people. Something like that. Yeah, we end each show with PJ's plays. Today, my favorite, my best bet of the day was the Angels minus one and a half first five against Patrick Corbin and the Nats today. Okay, so that's your first big bet that that's you're giving out. That's my first big bet. I pick an underdog every day that I give out. I do dog of the day. Today, that was the Giants plus 20, 125 against the Dodgers. Whenever Logan Webb is at home, I always love taking the Giants, so I went with that today. And then each and every day, I pick a guy to get a base hit. And today, we went with Paul Goldschmidt, 17 for 40 in his career against German Marquez, who's pitching tonight for the Rockies. Did you just say German? Yeah, Herman. Herman, yes. Thank you. I like Herman. German, though. German, you know. Can I ask you guys a question? I've heard multiple people on MLB Network call Sandy Alcantara and Alcantara. Do Sa- we have a Do Sa- we have a firm name? So or the Marlins do we not? broadcast calls him Alcantara. So I've actually switched and I just go with Alcantara. But I also hear guys still call him Alcantara. Yeah, I'm that. Um, I go Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, but on the broadcast, the radio broadcast, Alcantara. And I go German Marquez. Clearly. Does Herman. anybody on the broadcast call him German, you think? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> Just so. Just Paige. But I, Domingo, German. Paige, I had Herman on my uh, fantasy team four consecutive years. It was terrible. Are we going to be in on screen? Like, are any of us going to be, like... It was like, not great. Are any of us going to be on screen? <laughs> when we're... Uh, you know who was on screen at the Masters? John Rahm. I hate him. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate him. What a show from John Rahm. I probably should have bet some John Rahm. I know, like, there was odds boost that you could have used. My dad ended up taking him and got him 15 to 1, and he was texting me all weekend, and it just pissed me off. So, anyway, well, now we move on, though. We got the PGA Championship. Let's look ahead and let's look at some prices, and let's talk about what sticks out here because the defending champ is Justin Thomas, and I play Justin Thomas top 10. I took a shot with him to win because we know he's really good, a great iron player. We know that he always shows up for majors. He was terrible, guys. Late in the second round, he uh, completely fell apart, and uh, eight starts this year. He has two top ten results. Eight starts and only two top ten results for JT. Are we worried about JT, or do you think maybe now is a good time to buy low? He's the defending champ, and his odds for the Open. I'll pull those up here right now. Twenty to one. Twenty to one. Yeah, for the uh, PGA. I will not be. I will not be playing JT here, Peach. No. But do you think maybe this is a good buy low opportunity, or would you rather take somebody like Ram, who's eight to one, like Rory, who is also terrible, didn't even make the cut, ten to one, or maybe Scotty Scheffler, ten to one. He kind of fell apart yesterday too. He can't putt if it's like five foot or six foot. No, I'm not taking JT at 20 to one. Not when they're pricing him the same as Morikawa, Xander, Cantlay, and then Kepko looks like he's back and competing in the majors. So, of all the guys at the 20 to one range, I think JT is actually my my least favorite. The one that stood out to me was Finau at 33 to one. I mean, that is that is crazy. I don't know Oak Hill Country Club too well. I don't know like well, I can what give type you a breakdown. of breakdown. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what kind of golf course. All right, so we got it. It's Donald Ross design. Who I almost I almost cussed. He's he's a he's a real sucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those guys is the golf course is there. Some bitch. Or yeah, some bitch. Is mm-hmm. Donald Ross is one of those architects that makes courses really really difficult. You can get to Oak Hill doing a few things. The putter is not nearly as important. What is important important is your accuracy. Accuracy everywhere, Peach. Tree line, Parkland course. Ball striking is everything. The rough is thicker than a loaf of cornbread. Very, very thick. Uh, very small greens. 
So it's going to be really, really important that not only are you accurate off the tee so that you don't get in trouble by the by the trees or in the rough, yeah. but same deal in terms of just ball striking with long irons uh, and mid irons. So I was looking at that, and you know those small greens are going to make, make it very difficult to stay on the green if you hit it offline with your irons even a little bit. As you guys know, when you have like three iron, four iron, even if you're off like a degree or two, that gets exacerbated out when it's far away, right? Like when the distance is more, uh, a little bit offline matters a lot more. So that rough around the green is tough. Yeah. It's thick and sticky as well. That's what uh, he said. Uh, so the accuracy all over the place is going to be is gonna be key. Yeah. Uh, driving accuracy, I like Morikawa for this. Uh, second in driving accuracy on tour, Tom Kims. I was just looking at like from each one of these categories who I saw that was the best, and you can kind of, like, make your own decision. So Morikawa's second on tour in driving accuracy, which I thought was really interesting. Tom Kim's third on tour. Justin Rose, who I think is really interesting, is 13th on tour. Now, he's a Brit, and they're used to more link-style uh, courses versus tree-line courses, so that's something to think about. Best long-to-mid-iron accuracy player in, in all of the PGA Tours, John Rahm. Uh, first on tour in uh, approach at 200 to 225 yards. John Rahm also top 10 in proximity to the hole, which is very important for these small greens. Going to make it easy to make putts when you're, you know, three feet, five feet from the hole, obviously. Right. Uh, you've got Jason Day, actually, who is incredible, scrambling. He's second on tour, scrambling. At, and uh, Scotty Scheffler, I believe, is right up there as well. I think Scotty Scheffler is, like, seventh at that. So you look at Jason Day at 33-1. That's an interesting one for me. Uh, obviously, John Rom at eight to one. Every single category that's important, John yeah. Rom's really good at. Yeah, he's he's probably statistically no weaknesses. Yeah, he's probably statistically and he's the just, next most dominant after like after Tiger's dominance. What we're seeing from Rom is yeah. a is a beginning of a new renaissance. Yeah, he doesn't get rattled unless he catches COVID. There's like no way to defeat the guy. I actually made two bets on this already. I placed these March 8th at 11.54 p.m. And for some reason, March 8th at 9.41 p.m. I don't know what the hour gap here was, but I played Colin, 20 to 1, and that's like still that. the price. And then I grabbed Vic, actually, at 30 to 1. And after this weekend, he's down to 25 to 1. I mean, he was pretty damn good. He was shot two over yesterday, which obviously didn't help. Finished six under. Um, but I felt like he was just kind of rattled the entire week. And I was reading about this this morning. He was pissed at Patrick Cantlay and how yeah, slow, slow he was, he was. moving. Yeah. yeah. But I like that price for Vic. I got that, and then I got Colin, and uh, that's what I'm going to play here for the Open. Anybody else that you guys would look at? Like you said, JT's 20-1, to Xander's 20-1, to Cam Smith 22-1. to I feel like now with Brooks, maybe like I, I can't do it at 20-1. to So and what's I crazy is he was 13-1 to last night. Because I wanted to check. That was the thing I was most He dropped down to 13 to 1 and then went back up to 20 to 1 after that loss. Yeah. See, and that's what I worry about is like that final day now. He just was burned out. He just completely fell apart. Do you seriously think it's because of Liv and because they only play like 54 whole events? Like, do you think that kind of plays a part? I do, a little mm. bit. Mm. And I mean, it's not like. And again, he's like the dude that just like shows up, does a couple bicep curls, and he claims he doesn't practice. And so, he, you know, I, I just. Yeah, it looked like he just got tired. Yeah. Corey Connors is interesting, too. If you look at him in terms of greens or fringe in regulation, yeah. uh, he's top five there. So what what's his price, Peach? Corey Connors, let me see. Um, he's down. He's, he's uh, 80, to 80, one. 80 to 1. 
There that's you go. An interesting, that's an interesting long Tiger shot. Tiger Woods is 66 to 1, and Corey I don't Connors even know if is he's 80 gonna, to yeah. 1. He has the same price as Bryson. That's, I was going to say Bryson I don't know the t- guys. 66. I love Tiger. I'm Tiger might need He's to dead. Him. Did you hear what, uh, I forget who said this, but. That, Jason Day? Yeah, it was Jason Day. It was. That, that Tiger withdrew last year in the PGA because a screw came through his skin yeah. while he was playing golf. Yeah, that was Jason Day. Yeah, it yeah, was Jason Day. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, he had to withdraw from the 2022 PGA Championship. I was talking to him at the end of last year. A screw went through the skin on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that looked just uncomfortable. That looked like me in Phoenix with my hip <laughs> watching Tiger out there. Also, I mean, not like you – know, Tiger, he's beat up, man. But also, when things aren't going well for Tiger, he's also, like, always been really good at getting himself out of those kind of situations. It looked like maybe he was just ready to go home, too, after the way that he was shooting. But I definitely want to play Tiger at 66-1. to no The only chance. thing I'll ever do with him again is take him to make the cut. To uh, to Trista's point, though, this is a Donald Ross golf course. Eastlake Golf Club, where they play the Tour Championship every year, is a Donald Ross golf course. Guys who always play with well there, Rory and Xander. Those are two guys. So... Usually, you know, golf designers, obviously, they they tend to design their courses similar ways. Pinehurst is another course that he's designed. I think this course could upset, uh, could set up well for Xander, especially how Trista was explaining it. Xander really just doesn't have any weaknesses in his game either, and he's just such a perfect player for majors because he's steady. You know, he's just the kind of guy, too. He's got, like, the Finau and the Cantlay syndrome in him that when he gets in these majors, he, like, just kind of finds ways not to win. If he can overcome that, though, I think of, like, the guys in the 20-to-1 price range. He's probably my favorite. Yeah, I was going to say 20-to-1. He's the only guy that came through for me this weekend with the top 10 finish, too, even though he was only one under yesterday. He actually cashed for me, so I do like that play 20 Cam Young at 33-to-1. Like, all Cam Young does is perform in majors. Like, I think that dude at a top 10 price is definitely going to be a a play for me. What do you think about Jason Day, 33-to-1, and then uh, Sanjay at 40-to-1? Because I'm looking at the same price range as Tony Finau, 33. Where Shane he Lowry, be now? Yeah, he he wasn't there for me unfortunately this weekend. <laughs> that was my biggest bet too, Tony Finau. Yeah, Sungjae. I mean, he's he's an unbelievable iron player. I think he could be good. He he just you know he's kind of steady. I don't trust. I'll you probably know what? Plays a top 20. I'm not gonna place a win ticket. I got him. mine. I got one that. What about? So he says he's gonna make a run now. Phil Mickelson, one hundred and twenty-five to one, though. No, one fifty. One fifty. No, he went down. He went down to one twenty-five right now. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he probably took some action, man. That was the interview. He said that <laughs> going into go. Sunday. He said, "I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm about to go on a run." And watch it. I mean, nobody had him finishing top ten, let alone second yesterday. It's just insane. at the Masters. Yeah, I still can't believe that. There's not many things that like shock you in sports anymore. That one was pretty shocking. Completely agree. You know, I mean, just out of nowhere. He is, he, the scores, he's been finishing almost dead last in these live events, or like second to last. That was insane. Man. Do we think Rom is going to be the favorite when they tee off on Thursday, March 17th for the PGA Championship? I'd say yes. Or May, or uh, May. Yeah, he'll probably be around like 8 to 1, 7 to 1. So he'll stay around, around the, the same, same price. price. Yeah, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think there's going to be that big of a change. He's going to be a huge liability, too. Everybody's going to continue to bet around. I mean, the guy's awesome. I like him 8 to 1. 8 to 1, you'd still do it? I know it's not a great price. Hey, winners are winners, man. I wish I would have bet him at 10 to 1. Listen, man, he's... That course sets up for his game. Right. 
You know, you look at long irons, he's number one. You look at scrambling, he's right up there. You look at greens and regulations, he's right there. You look at uh, distance of the hole, he's right there. You look at accuracy, he's right there. It's just like, I know it's chalky, but if he's healthy, he's, he's going to be right there. Yeah, I agree. And he can pull himself out of holes and, and intimidate golfers who are leading. Exactly. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk with Kyle Madsen next, co-host of Candlestick Chronicles.